Are you muted? Yes. Okay. <laughs> See your lips moving. I'm like, uh, it's for some reason. Is it yeah. Me? Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. And for whatever reason, when I first got this mic, um, it would always default to just on. And then it even has two different settings. Oh. So like you can hold down the button and then it turns into more of a, a, an omnidirectional mic. But if you tap it, it glows red and is muted. Um, but okay. when I first got it, it would always just be blue. It was just ready for audio right away. Over the there Yeah, over go. the past few months, for whatever reason, whenever I turn my computer on, it starts off red. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Huh. And I am still getting used to that. And I don't know if that's a, a, an omen of it slowly dying or what, but um, there you go. Hopefully not. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, hoping that it's not just it slowly dying, but if it's meant to be. The hope is that that is not what is happening. Yeah. If it is meant to be, then it, you will figure it out. It is. Um, oh, first thing that I just kind of came to mind is when I was preparing the, the pairing. Um, yes. I have had these strawberry ones before, but I ended up getting several packs just because I wanted it to look kind of nice like in a cup um they are uh -huh. very they're very aromatic they're surprisingly strawberry smelling it's, yeah uh, i wasn't expecting that yeah i ate like one and then gave the rest to gabriel <laughs> so i was like i just need like a bite of it for the pairing not a fan Really? And then I'm like, oh, he'd like this as like a nice little like treat. <laughs> I do have to admit, though, like having one and then immediately pushing them away is not a good sign for like your enjoyment of them. <laughs> no, it's more that um, I just feel like I've had a lot of sweet stuff lately. Yeah. So that was the trying to that, that was the main thing not have as yeah much. like when i when i was sitting down to to enjoy both of these i immediately realized this is going to be a lot of sweetness i maybe uh didn't think that part through but for reasons that will become apparent later because i did look up a little bit on the the topic just to kind of yeah have ideas or whatnot and um yeah. It's apparently quite associated with the color red, and this drink is actually called the oh. Crimson Kringle. Oh. Um, it's essentially just vodka and cranberry uh, juice, but um, I like that they add a little peach schnapps, and it's, it's getting the job done. I like it quite a bit. It is. Mm -hmm. It's good. And then uh, apparently he's known for bundles of sticks, and I thought that, like, the, yes. the Kit Kats fit that pretty well yes yes he is that that is all true he was tired as i am today yeah, yeah i um i did not sleep a lot last night no, because of the cat, because oh. of the cat. <laughs> it's like you start to get settled and then she's like yowling yeah which is not the same as just meowing loudly no. she's it sounds like we're torturing yeah her. it's a different thing it's like day four oh. of this. I'm sorry. That's terrible. Yeah. It's like it's only gotten worse. And I'm uh. like, I felt bad because I, I was the only one here with her today. And she doesn't get to come in our room yeah. because of allergies. That's fair. And I had a lot of stuff I had to mm -hmm. do. 
So she did not get to come in here with me. And then because she is very needy <laughs> and all of that, I ate food in the garage. <laughs> Which I felt bad about because well, I'm don't like, you feel bad about she's it? like <laughs> sitting at the door. <laughs> she can go fuck herself. She one, she's not your responsibility. And like she's still no, a living creature, not. so I can appreciate your empathy, but like you shouldn't be having to eat in the garage. That's not fair. It's it's been a time. That's for sure. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm I am tired. <laughs> I think I'm excited about the topic. Well, that's good. Plus, we're doing engagement photos tomorrow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, probably better just get this done then. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It is exciting. Where are you doing that? You're gonna look... Like in a park or something? Um, yeah, we're doing it at a park that has like this nice bridge that I thought looked cute. And it was like, oh, that'd be nice for photos. Yeah. So that is what we are doing. Good. Hopefully it'll be awesome. Yeah. Why are you um, tired? More, Much more selfish reasons. I just... I it had been a long week and uh, my friends have gotten me sort of obsessed with this game that we've been playing called Aliens Fireteam Elite. Um, and okay. uh, it, it, it's aliens like the movies. So you're actually like Marines that are fighting the aliens from the Aliens series. And I did not think okay. it would be as much fun as it is. But uh, we've been playing it a lot. And I didn't, ah. I didn't play the preceding like two nights because it's Christmas. I've been delivering a lot and I was tired and I especially felt bad because Friday night in particular, I was actually logged on and I was ready to go. And I told them, ah, I've only got one more day. I can, I can stay up until like 11. And I ended up just going to bed and like at like nine 30 and I texted them. And I'm like, I'm sorry guys. I'm really tired. So last night, like you can't yeah, last night, um, we started playing almost right when I got home. And I discovered okay. this. Oh, I don't have it with me, but I discovered some mint chocolate chip old smoky whiskey. And it is Ooh. phenomenal. And that sounds amazing. Oh my God. And I, I put um like a shot of whiskey in a coffee cup and then put like one or two shots of just water on top of it. And you put it in the microwave and you heat it up for like two minutes. So it's kind of like a cup of tea. And then you pour the cold Ooh. mint ice, uh, not ice cream, but liqueur into it it was so it's so Ooh, good that yeah good. and i drank like four of those and it was it's not a good idea uh this morning that sounds like a good time it was though. well and then the only other thing was we stayed up until like 2 30 in the morning <laughs> so that's fair. Uh, and then i woke up at six and i'm like why am i awake Ooh. yeah and i why am i awake right yeah now? and so I, I yeah like i said it's uh i i uh it was my own fault, but um, it was a good time. Mostly, mostly nice. I'm, yeah, I mean, mostly I'm just tired because it's Christmas and it's longer days and stuff. Yeah, the long yeah. days and all, all that joyful gift giving, yeah. bringing. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, for anyone who's just now listening, I, I work for the Postal Service, so it's, it's a lot of delivering packages and stuff. But this has been the best Christmas season that I've had since joining. Um, I'm. I'm on oh. a driving route. It hasn't, it's actually a little curious because it hasn't been like supremely excessive amounts of packages. So it's 
almost a little worried. That's kind of it nice. is. Yeah, it's been nice for work, but a lot of us are also like the one nice offset of working in the Christmas season is the bigger paychecks. And so we actually haven't been getting as much overtime. And so we're, we're just a little disappointed because like I still feel like I'm as like sleep deprived as normal, but my paychecks aren't as big as they've been in past years. But uh, I mean, the, the offset comes from the fact that it's been a more relaxed season. So I can't really complain. Yeah. And as much as I'm not a huge fan of global warming, um, we haven't had to deal with a lot of snow and ice yet. So, uh, you know, another another perk. Just wait till January. I know. Well, and I feel bad. It's when it's going to come. I feel bad, too, because Zach and Jenny are coming out over New Year's and they're bringing the kids. Yeah. And they're super excited to, like, play in snow and they're going to go sledding and, and ice skating. And, and I'm like, eh, it's kind of autumn part two right now. It's literally almost 40 degrees and raining this weekend. So I'm like, we're, yeah, yeah we're not forecast to really get anything until sometime in January. So I'm like, I'm, I just feel bad because I'm like, you guys are going to come all the way out here and it's basically going to be like Seattle. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, they're not coming out for well, nothing. But... Right, right. But it's it's that kind of thing where it's like, you drive all the way, you visit people in California, eh, maybe we can go to Disneyland. And then they're like, it's closed for whatever reason. And it's like, I mean, still glad we came, but I was kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. You're like, oh, I was excited, but okay. Yeah. I guess we won't do that yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, I guess we'll just visit with family, which is fine. Was, you know, I thought Mickey was going to be in my family this weekend. Yeah. Have you ever been to Disneyland or Disney World? I've been to, I've been to Disney World. I have not been to Disneyland. Just Disney World. Oh, yeah, I haven't either. I don't know the big differences. I, I, the one thing that I hear is most people say, like, I mean, if you've been to Disney World, there's really no reason to go to Disneyland, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, we actually were talking about it at work yesterday, <laughs> oddly enough, talking about... Um, Stranger Danger oh. and people in costumes. Oh, God. Not exactly what I was and expecting when you were like when we were you were turning the conversation from Disney World to talking so, about it at work. I mentioned to my coworkers because she's not a fan of people in like costumes oh. or she can't see okay. face. Yeah. So like Mickey, mm -hmm. Goofy. I can I can see Pluto that. Yeah, like, well, little, it's just a little kind of anxiety inducing. Yeah, I was like, if it makes you feel any better, and if anyone does not want me to potentially ruin any of the Disney magic, please skip forward like five minutes. We have to have a conversation just... with the real Santa Claus for just a moment, and we don't want to ruin anything for the kids. So if they don't want to listen to this part. Well, I just don't want to like ruin this for anyone if this is something they're like, I wish I maybe didn't know yeah. that. But I was telling her, I was like, if it makes you feel better, a solid, like, 90 or more percent of the people in costumes are small women. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I totally misread. I thought you were saying you didn't want to ruin the magic of, like, the characters. The, ma the magic of the I fact see. that, like... They look like large, imposing figures. Like, when you're there, they... Like large imposing yeah. figures and like um for example me at five five and a half the only character i could be is like goofy oh because i'm too tall oh 
for any other character. Oh, no kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, because mm-hmm. the, I suppose they want to keep the characters looking a certain reasonable height. So you have to have a fairly yeah. diminutive actor, so to speak, like in the costume. And um, plus, because like having someone who is like the headpiece is a lot taller than right, you are. Yeah. So if you have someone who's like over six foot wearing it, they look very tall and that scares children. Yeah. <laughs> no. And she's like, that actually does kind of make me feel better. I'm like, yeah, if most of the characters you're hugging are like small well, women. Yeah. And I suppose if you're tall enough that you're looking the character in the eye, the person's head is actually like almost a foot smaller, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. yeah, good. So. Hopefully her next visit to, to a place like that will be more comfortable. I hope so. But yeah, we were talking about Disney at work the other day, and then we're talking about how Disney princesses are really short. Because <laughs> they're only within like just under four feet to like five two. Oh, wow. Just just to clarify, you mean people playing them or like like canonically yes. oh okay. No, the people playing them are huh. Just physically very petite. I suppose it, again, is just kind of easier to, like, deal with children, maybe, when you're that much shorter or something. I don't know. I really don't know what the reason is. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, the costume, or maybe they kind of trade off, like, who they play each day. I guess I would have assumed that Mm -hmm. they kind of are the same person each time, but I suppose if you have people that are switching out from being, like, like, it's your day to not be in the super heavy, hot costume, you get to be the princess in the dress. So... What happens is a lot of people are, if you're a Disney princess, you're like one of two or three. Oh. So like you might be Rapunzel and you might also be Cinderella. Okay. Or, you know, of that caliber or you are like a Disney princess and then just like one of the other, they call everyone who works there a cast member. So like you could work in like any other part of the like the park. Right, right. So you could be a Disney princess and then like another character, but you can't ever tell anyone yeah. you're a Disney princess. I you can say you're really good friends <laughs> with that princess. I'll see if I can get you a meeting with them, wink wink. Some real yeah. Superman shit going on. Well that's like um for anyone that does like kids parties. Mm. If they play multiple characters, they they do a lot of the similar things where it's like, oh, well, like my very good friend. Because <laughs> they don't want to ruin like the magic yeah. for kids, which is very I, I do appreciate that. I was going to say, I've looked into a little bit about like the whole cast member environment at Disney. And on one hand, it feels in, in a way strangely condescending. But I, I do also kind of like that they don't seem to put any people up on any particular pedestal. So like, even though you have someone who's like playing Snow White, they don't really consider her like more important than the people who are just like selling food out of like, they're all cast members. And I'm like, I, I do at least appreciate yeah. that. And they seem to take care of their people pretty well. They, they do. And they don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> always a flip it's, side. it's like every big company they do and they don't take care of their yeah. people. It all depends. Seems like no one's hit a perfect system yet. I don't think so. But um, speaking of magic, we are going to talk more about Christmas today. In particular, Krampus. Yes. 
the evil twin of uh, old Saint Nick, essentially. Well, not evil twin, but he's uh, he's he's a bit, but he's a he's a bringer he's of justice. He's like, opposite. He <laughs> 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 Christmas season of uh, spirit of vengeance. Yes, and before we dive in, I have for my sources for today BritannicaHistory.com, NationalDayCalendar.com, National Geographic, and a little bit from Wikipedia. Hooray! Hooray! I've been very excited to talk about this topic, especially because um, St. Nicholas Day was um, recently. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's almost two weeks ago at this point, but. Still <laughs> close enough. It's fine. They won't care. This is our this is our Christmas yeah. season episode, so it's it's all it's all roped into yeah. like the whole month anyway. Yeah. It's you know that time of year. It's yeah, close it's enough. Fine. Plus a lot of people have like Saint Nicholas, Santa Claus, all of that like lumped within the same category. Oh, yeah, I definitely did for a long time. I mean, I think even up through college, I just always assumed they were Always the same person, the same character in, like, all the lore and everything. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that, like, the specific Saint Nick wasn't also always just considered to be Santa Claus. But uh, He's the inspiration for Santa Claus. I just learned that. Well, a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the legend of Krampus comes in a few variations, but he is known as, like, the devilish companion of St. Nicholas. And some people say that he is a reaction to the commercialization of Christmas, which is... <laughs> it's funny, because it's not true. Oh. Although, I do also feel like it's reasonable. Like, enough people yeah. would have kind of a bah humbug, like, sense of, of the season, so they're like, we need to create the anti clause. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> Yes, um, but he does have a lot of, like, counterparts, or, like, in Europe, there's a lot of St. Nicholas counterparts. Oh, like, separate. And they've been around like, for centuries. And, and, like, distinctly different from Krampus? Interesting. Yes. That I didn't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so Krampus is um, German, Austrian, Bavarian. Ah, yeah. Comes around with his strudel cane. Oh no, is the cat talking? Can you no, hear it? Oh, only only like when you talk a little bit. So like it's not enough to activate the okay. mic, but every so often I hear just a little tail end of it. Okay. Good. I'm just glad it's not like picking no. up a ton. I do have like the gain and stuff down fairly low, so hopefully it's not. No, I yeah, I hadn't um, even noticed it until just then, like when you paused. And say I think she was upstairs, so yeah. Um the most famous, I think, as far as the knowing on the like American side, outside of Krampus himself, is Belschnickel. <laughs> Anyone's off the office, you know who Belschnickel is. Oh, now I feel really bad. I was going to say, Sammy's going to be pissed at me because I don't, like, that kind of rings a bell, but I don't remember it specifically. It is the episode where they get to have Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas, and Dwight dresses up as Belschnickel, 
and he goes around asking people in the office if they've been good or impish, and he, like, beats them with a stick. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Is, is that a real uh, character? Like, that wasn't made up for the office? No, he's oh, a real he's... character, and he's Dutch. Pennsylvania Dutch. I don't know if he's specifically Pennsylvania Dutch, right. but he is, like, the Dutch version of Krampus. Great name. I mean, ben... honestly, Belschnickel. No. You've been good or have you yes. been Yes. Then there's Net Ruprecht, mm. which is very similar to Belschnickel, and that both are black bearded men, right. and that like their hair is black. Right. They have the long, dark beard. So, you know, Santa has like the long white beard. They have the long. <laughs> I, mean, black I was going to say, it's a, little, it's a little on the nose, so to speak. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, Santa's got a white beard, so we should make this character have a black beard. And it's like, yeah, okay. The exact <laughs> opposite. Are they old men? And like, they, they can both have white beards. Anyway. They go around and carry a switch to beat children with. Sick. And then France has two different ones. Oh. So they have Hans Trap, which is like a boogeyman. Mm. I guess he only comes out like around Christmas to oh. be the counterpart for St. Nicholas. Does he, does he also carry a stick? He's very similar. And <laughs> I want to say he's similar to Krampus in that like he will take you away oh, yeah. from your home when you misbehave. And then... The other one they have is Père Foutade, which is the evil butcher. <laughs> I like the the more Bavarian names. They sound simultaneously like whimsical, but also a little creepy. The French ones just don't sound anything like like they just kind of sound like names. And then the second one, they the do. second one even is like, no, he's the what was he called? The, the butcher, the night butcher. It's like the evil, the butcher. evil butcher. Like, yeah, the French wording, at least to my American brain, doesn't hear anything sinister in it. It just sounds like a person's name. And they're like, yeah, no, it translates essentially to the evil butcher. And it's like, holy shit. That got dark real fast, France. Yes. And then the most controversial, similar-ish character comes from the Netherlands. Oh. And I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this. So they have... And they call St. Nicholas Sinterklaas. I have heard of that, I think. And his sidekick is Zwartz Piet. Oh, that's adorable. Which is Black oh. Pete. <laughs> that that yeah. doesn't sound... What you were thinking of as it being bad is it okay. is that. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Jeez. Of course, yeah. it, has, it has to be. I have heard of... Yeah. Um, of course, there goes my brain again. I immediately forgot it. What, what was the... the main dude's name the the netherlands guy oh yeah i've definitely heard i think it was um for anyone familiar with the the watcher network on youtube uh uh puppet history did an episode that involved sintoclaus and the uh the aptly named professor character took great relish in saying sintoclaus like as many said it like as many times as possible it's a it's a great name yeah, so I think in the Netherlands, they are getting away from the, you know, use culturally of Zwart Piet. Yeah, that's probably a good move. Yeah, I'd say, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say just get, a, get away yeah. from that. Yeah, but 
Krampus himself is the original, what they call, bad Santa. And generally speaking, he is an urban legend. And he is a half-goat, half-demon monster of some kind. Which which I think is funny, too, because it's like... I don't think demon is really any kind of designation of what you would expect to see. So it's like, how is something a half demon, half goat? It's like, if if they have like goat legs, I feel like that's just part of the demon thing. Like, he's just that you could just call him a demon. Yeah. I don't think you have to call him a half goat. I think you could just call him a demon yeah. or just cramp us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that too. He, he just Yeah, himself. if he's walking around, he's like, guys, you can just call me Krampus. It's okay. I like the name. It's fine. You don't have to call me Krampus. I like the name Krampus. Yeah, I don't have, you don't have to say anything more than that. I just, it's just me, guys. Beaten kids with a stick. He um, is also thought to share characteristics of similar demonic creatures from like Greek mythology, like. Oh. The fawns and the satyrs. What is the fawns? Oh, fawn. Um, fawns. Oh, sorry, not the fawns. Like, um, yeah, my my mind immediately went to happy like days. Mr. Temnus. Yeah, like a fawn. F A W N. I was thinking the fawns yes. from fifties era. The fawns and satyrs. No. Like, who the fawns? Okay, my apologies. Fawns and satyrs, right. Jesus Christ. Yes. And his overall job is to be responsible for punishing misbehaving children. He's kind of like a Marvel anti-hero. I'm I'm here for it. He kind of is. And some people believe that the way he looks is where we get the modern day idea and depiction of the devil Mm, mm -hmm. because he has the big long horns dark hair sometimes he's depicted with like red skin Mm -hmm. yeah the long tongue cloven hooves yeah it sounds very i wouldn't have thought that that depiction of the devil yeah i wouldn't have thought that that depiction of the devil was predated by anything uh, like other than just sort of like catholic imagery or whatever so that's interesting because I'm like we we got our current like ideal like ideal vision of what the devil is from a uh, more ancient like depiction of a holiday character. Yeah, and he also wears wears chains for like dramatic effect. That's badass. Just you know, because sometimes he uses them to like bring children to hell in mm-hmm. chains. Sometimes he's just like, we're in it. I will say that that was one thing that I stumbled upon in, in my little bit of research is I was like, some depictions have the chains. And I, I was surprised that part of it is like, like the actual lore is just that he likes them. Like he just, he just likes them. Just yeah. Likes them. The dramatic effect of just wearing chains as they jangle, as he walks and stuff. He's like, yeah, it's creepy as shit. People don't like it, and it freaks them out, so I like to wear chains. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then he carries a bundle of birch branches, mm-hmm. so sometimes they will show him with a whip instead of, like, the birch branch switch or, like, bundle of yeah. branches. But what they don't know is I just use the whip to sort of lasso the little children, and then I whip out the stick, and I beat them mercilessly. Yeah. <laughs> So even with the whip, I still got the stick. 
I did not see that, but I did see one where he like lassoed a kid with his tongue. Oh my! <laughs> that is, that yes. is quite a tongue. Did yeah, you- I was like, oh yeah, this is. I can see how people got the devil out of this. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this is a perfect uh, children's story. Yeah, see it now. Yeah, definitely see it now. Yeah, it's perfect. And then sometimes he has a physical like red sack, or he just has a basket on his back to carry the children away. I, I, I saw that too. I think the basket is my favorite. I, I like the the sort of symmetry between him and Santa Claus and the idea that he might have a red sack, but there's something great about like <laughs> this vision of him carrying a whole gaggle of children just in this like basically wicker basket. And you can see their sad faces as he's like walking away with them trapped. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Oh. And they're like, see kids, you don't want to end up being one of them. Yeah. Fucking shape up you little shits. Yeah. And although he is like the anti-Saint Nick, he is supposed to be subjected to Saint Nicholas' will. Oh. So he's not just going around grabbing like any child. It has to be like Saint Nicholas being like, you get these specific children. I love the idea that it gets that dark where it's like, yeah, you'd think that he's like a nemesis of of Santa Claus. No, he's his buddy. Partners in crime. Absolutely. Christmas Eve, they both sit down by the fireplace. They both pull out the list and Santa's like, all right, here's yours. This is mine. There's my sack of my currently full sack of presents. There's your empty wicker basket. Mine needs to be empty by the end of the night. Yours needs to be full. Let's, uh, and then they shake hands and they're like, mm-hmm. here's to another. And they, they sip a little bit of, uh, Let's go. <laughs> Santa's like, all right, good luck. Uh, yeah, good luck bloodying up them little kids. Yeah. And it is believed that his origins, although from Germany come from like the Norse culture, mm. So kind of more of those Scandinavian roots and folklore. Mm -hmm. And that his name, Krampus, comes from the word Krampen, which means claw. Ooh, that's good. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. I do too. I was like, ooh. Krampen. Although he's not depicted with a large claw. You'd think that that would... His hands are kind of like claw. Yeah, but when you... is it the one sure, but I mean, he can be depicted with those. But I mean, like when you're talking about his main attributes, it's the cloven hooves, it's the antlers, it's the switch, it's the, it's the horns, yeah. yeah. And he's like, but don't you remember my namesake? I've got these weird wriggly claws. Nobody cares. Oh. Yeah. And it was that that he's from pagan rituals stemming from like the winter solstice in Yule, mm, okay. which is very similar to Belschnickel and Nekruprecht. So, I do like the ideas that they all kind of get together and hang out. Hey, Krampus, how yeah. are you? I'm doing fine, Schnickel. They're yeah. all like, they all convene at the end of the night, but then like they all go to their separate like. Yeah, areas. they kind of yeah they they're like yeah they meet up at like the old watering hole and they're like so how was your uh, how was your kidnapping? Go- I was gonna say kid kidnapping, but like the kid is in the word. How was your kidnappings this year? Oh, you know it's pretty good. Well, you want a little bit of roasted orphan before we hit the hay? Yeah, okay. I suppose you don't necessarily... Yeah. Well, doesn't... Do they kill the kids? Depends on who you ask. God. All right, so they could be roasting orphans. They could be. And a lot of the traditions for Krampus come from, like, 6 or 7 AD. This, like, 6 or 7th century. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So these are very pre-Christian ideals, although they didn't have any written down stories or like traditions of Krampus until the 16th century. Yeah, so they had sort of a vague idea of this demon that comes in the, the wintry season, and if you're a bad kid, you'll disappear. Yeah. And it is according to legend that he is the son of Hel, who is the Norse god of the underworld. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I was like, how can you be the son of a place? I got you. Different. Hel, H-E-L. Oh, just the one L. Interesting, okay. Just well. the one L. Yeah, and then with the spread of Christianity and Christmas itself, he then became associated with the Christmas holiday, which the church didn't like. (laughs) Naturally. Good old Catholic church did not like this, and they attempted to forbid all of the different celebrations. Yeah, which, I mean, that sounds like the church. (laughs) No. It's like, no, but this one's actually helped to keep the kids in line and stuff. No, we don't like it. I know. Yeah. We don't like yeah, it. Yeah, we're the church. Fuck you. And then in World War II, uh, fascist groups found Krampus despicable because they thought it was like the cre- he was created from the Social Democrats. <laughs> so they're like, oh, it's the creation of the party of like our opposing party, like. He's so deplorable, like down with Krampus. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting you to say. I thought for sure it had something more. I wasn't expecting the <laughs> Yeah, like I, like, I wasn't shocked that the Nazis don't like him. They, they had a lot of, like, uh, bad ideas. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be politically motivated. Of Like, well, our opposing yeah. party members do not... Uh, or they, they embrace the idea of Krampus, so we can't do that. Yeah, so we'll, we will come back to the history Ooh, okay. in a minute, because I do have more on that. But I do want to talk about what exactly Krampus does. Yes, okay. <laughs> so Krampus and St. Nicholas arrive on the evening of December 5th for St. Nicholas Day. Oh, okay, right, right. So they come in what is called Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht. Which is Krampus It's Knight. amazing how much of stuff has his name in it, but we don't really know him as well. <clears throat> yeah. So um, I don't know if you've ever done anything for St. Nicholas Day as a kid. We did do the... Um, oh, did we leave our shoes outside? We did something with our shoes, and we left them like either by mm-hmm. the front door or outside the front door, maybe with like little bits of candy in them or something. Yeah, so on... The night of the 5th, you're supposed to either put your shoes by the fire or the doorstep or right outside the front door. And St. Nicholas is supposed to come and give you presents. If you're good. Because, you know, he's... He's keeping a list. Modern. He's the inspiration for modern day Santa. As a saint himself, he's known for his possessions, giving his money to the poor. The patron saint of children, I think, is he's, he's a few other things. He's like the patron saint of it's kind of children. Is yeah, like it is kind of one. amazing how many different things a single saint can be like associated with. But I do like that he's mm-hmm. arguably one of the best because, yeah, it's like um, 
basically just pure altruism, like giving your stuff away, the patron, saint of children, yeah, helping the poor, that kind of thing. It's like, he's, he's a pretty good saint. Yeah. So, on Krampusnacht, the night before, you leave your shoes out, and he will either put presents in your shoes, or he will leave sticks and branches if you were naughty. So, presents, I think at one point it was like getting oranges and like some candy. Mm-hmm. Very, very simple stuff. I, mean, I think that's I think that's what our dad primarily did when we were kids. It was it was a little bit of candy, but usually we yeah, usually we would put our shoes outside the door and then we would get there in the morning and there'd be like one had an orange and one had an apple. Yeah. So it's it's like the idea that you get something versus hey, you got twigs and yeah. sticks. Well yeah, you got something well and I mean this also comes from a time when a lot of poor people like I mean, they were probably struggling just to have food. So if you woke up in the morning, you had free food on your doorstep. I, I imagine that was quite a, quite an, it yeah, a it was a big deal. deal for sure. It's just a bundle of twigs and sticks. Oh. Yeah. So then that's how Krampus knew which kids were good and which ones were bad. Oh, I, okay. So if you had a stick in your shoe, he'd come in and beat you with the stick. <laughs> Oh, this changes everything, though, because that means that St. Nick is not only marking the children, but he's leaving the stick with which Krampus will beat you mercilessly. (laughs) I love that. And I think he has, like, his own that he probably, like, prefers to use, but... but... You know, maybe maybe St. Nick leaves a good one now and then, and he's like, oh, I'm putting that one in the bundle. Now, come here, you little shit. (laughs) What? Still has the shoe on it. He's just beating. Yeah, yeah. Nike in your face. (laughs) You really put your foot in your mouth this time, haven't you? Should have been a better child. They. I'm guessing they didn't have Nikes, but uh... no. I mean, nowadays. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nowadays. Could have now. Oh, and then he steals the shoes because he likes them. He's like, "Ooh, these are good Jordans. I'm taking these, you little fuck." Yeah, those are Jordans. These are limited edition. You could only get these on the app. I couldn't get in in time. I'm taking these. I mean, if I was oh, Krampus, yeah. I'd maybe steal now, some so, shoes. But like, oh, for <laughs> sure. If you're Krampus, yeah. Cool? He's like, he doesn't. He just because he's got rules doesn't mean he can't, uh, you know, get some for himself. Stupid little shits. This one has a little. They were already yeah, bad. Yeah, so. exactly. This one's got a little blood on it now, but screw it. That'll buff out. Yeah. So. It's kind of the idea where, like, stocking stuffers mm. come from, where, like, you get coal in your stocking if you were mm-hmm. bad versus if you get presents because you were good. Well, then it also makes sense. Same idea. It also makes more sense, too, that it... Because my, my second thought was, like, well, even if you don't get the food, I'm assuming most places back then had fireplaces, so you could still, like, burn the sticks for, for fire. And even the coal, yeah. I'm like, you could burn the coal to help eat your home. But I I never realized that it was a marking. So it's like you get this coal and it's like, yeah, no, it's not like the coal is your gift. That coal isn't for you. It's for the demon that's about to come and basically beat the bad out of you. Yeah, it's marking that you were bad. You could even use the sock with the coal in it. Oh, like exactly. He's like. They're nice thick. Or was it people do locks in there exactly. sometimes to beat people with them? Nice thick sock, so you don't leave any bruises. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking well, Krampus, man. Yeah. So then, some stories will say that he eats the children. There we go. Or takes them to hell. Oh no. 
some say that like so like if he takes them away he like carries them off in his bag or like is leading them away in chains Ooh, that's badass some say that he drowns them oh my god what <laughs> That just seems unnecessary. But the most common is that on December 6th, kids either wake up to presents or they wake up having been beaten by Krampus. Oof. <laughs> He's kind of like Freddy Krueger then. He sort of comes at you in the night, not necessarily invading your dreams, but you just wake up with like all these welts and stuff. I think he wakes you up and beats oh, I you. Did. I didn't mean, yeah, no, you're definitely going to wake up. Not only because the beating is probably, yeah, unless he gets you right in the head right off the bat, you know, you might just, you know, be comatose for a bit. But I mean, I'm guessing the pain will wake you up, but, um, but then you might pass out later just after, you know, this horrible beating. And then you wake up in the morning and you have welts and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you go to sleep with a white, hall, a white sock hanging in front of your mantle. And uh, by the morning, it's, it's blood red. Mm-hmm. Be a good kid. Yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. be good. Then... There have been, like, versions of Krampus or, like, a mass animal devil with just going back to, like, medieval church plays. So he's, he's been around for a while. Okay. Not necessarily in, like, the, <clears throat> the exact image of what he is now, but, like, there's been some form of him going back a long yeah. time. Cool. Yeah, and then there is a little bit of association with him and, like, the celebration of St. Nicholas, which is a large feast, and being close to Halloween. Ooh, that's cool. Um, Martinmas, which is like old Halloween, so different than um, Salon. I th- I think whole different thing. I think I speak for everyone when I say Halloween way better name. Mar- like Martinmas just oh, yeah. doesn't you doesn't it's not doesn't sound good. Yeah. But basically, it's like the idea that like you're dressing, people are making like a nuisance of themselves. Yeah, similar sort of all of that. Frivol- not frivolity, ju- jubilation, fun. Yeah. They're having fun in a similar sort of way. Martin Miss. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, we should talk about that at some point. I wonder what Martin Miss is. Oh, we should. Yeah. And then some people do believe that this is the pagan supernatural and then becoming like the Christian devil. Wait, say that again? Sorry. So being like derived from like a pagan supernatural being and then being assimilated into oh, Christianity okay. as the devil. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Weird. Yes. Kind of weird how Christianity yeah, seems so to do that sometimes where like they have this thing that they yeah. hate and then it kind of becomes a part of their own lore. And it's like, you know, stop trying to be cool, guys. We are. Well, and it's like almost always something evil mm, right. and yeah. bad because it's not Christian. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, and they're like, but now it's part of your own like sort of folklore. It's like, you guys just, just mm-hmm. focus on being better. Stop focusing on all the evil stuff sometimes. Yeah. So then with all of that in 1932, during the Austrian election, The tradition of Krampus was prohibited by the Dolphin regime. So the people in power... Did you say the Dolphin regime? Dolphus. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's less fun. Yeah, no, not the Dolphin. (laughs) The Dolphin regime. Yeah, we're gonna gonna jump into the 
off it. I don't know. What, what do dolphins do? Don't they leap out of the water? I think they do that. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it's not dolphin anyway. Never mind. Definitely they do. definitely do. And this was under the clerical fascist fatherland front and the Christian social party. The clerical so fascist um, fatherless fatherland front? Fatherland front. Yes. Okay. The CFF. Yeah, so clerical fascist fatherland front. Wow. And then the Christian Social Party. Hmm. <laughs> and then in the 1950s, the, I believe it was Austrian government, was handing out pamphlets titled, Krampus is an Evil Man. <laughs> well, Krampus is a man. So not a, he's not a human being. He's a supernatural I, being. So I don't think it's really fair to call him a man. <laughs> I do. I like the idea that he would be standing like on a street corner and he'd, he's picking up one of these flyers and he's like, hey, that's a miscategorization of who I am. Come on, guys. It's mean. Yeah, you guys are mean. And I also like that that's the, that's the whole flyer. Krampus is, a, is an evil man. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to burn this now. <laughs> like, why did you bother? <laughs> we all know what he is. So, Jesus. They were trying to get him... And the tradition of him banned because they were fearing that encounters with Krampus might damage a child's health, which (laughs) I don't know what they're doing over in Europe in the 1950s, but over here in America, it's like, oh, send your kid to the coal mine. (laughs) You're six, they can work. (laughs) Everyone else is talking about mythological creatures that might be damaging, like, the psyche of small kids. They might ruin their psychological health, and we're like, what happened? America's just like, if we have a child raised fairly, (laughs) like, you want to, yeah, you want to see what happens to kids? I mean, let's find out. (laughs) You want to see how to ruin a kid? It's the 70s. Oops. Well, I mean, there were still places at that, I'm sure. Either way, it's, I'm like, they. I don't know what they're doing over there, but we're definitely doing different stuff. Yeah, and it, it, it often feels like we're behind. At least when it comes to the idea of developing good health, like both physically and mentally, America just constantly is uh, putting that to the backseat. We'll yeah. figure that out later. Yeah, so then towards the end of the century, so the 20th century, we had a resurgence of Krampus celebrations, and the traditions of Krampus being revived in Bavaria. Be badass. I, I've I've also seen a few videos and pictures, and well, you might have sent me one. Um, yeah, I posted and, one on Instagram of like one of the yes. parades and. Oh, that looks so fucking. Those costumes are amazing. I I want mm-hmm. to go there and see that. That looks so much fun. So those <laughs> those parades are called uh, Krampuslauf. That's awesome. So Krampus run. Oh, Krampus run. We're running for Satan, guys. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's going to be fun. Satan's really sick, guys. We started a Kickstarter, or not a Kickstarter, a GoFundMe. Yeah. GoFundMe. We got a GoFundMe, and every, <laughs> yeah, for every kilometer we run, he gets five cents towards his medical bills. St. Nick beat the shit out of him last year. He's towards more sticks to beat children with. You gotta replant those birch trees, you guys. He needs more switches. Those kids aren't gonna beat themselves. Yeah. So, 
the Krampuslauf involves people drinking, dressing up as Krampus, and parading through the streets, which sometimes they will scare spectators and chase them down. Which I think is really funny. it, It is an amazing thing how we have this tendency to just turn a fun event into something terrifying. I get the feeling that, like, really bad things happening are few and far between, but I do kind of like the idea that it's it's sort of a mixed bag of a parade. Because, like, if you go to a 4th of July parade, it's just a bunch of slow-moving vehicles, people throwing candy. Generally speaking, nothing weird is going to happen. I like the idea that this is a parade for a creature that is meant to punish children. So at any second, one of these drunken you know, revelers might just start chasing you down in the street. I I feel like most of the people they probably end up chasing down are adults oh, yeah. and not, like, small children. Yeah, I can't imagine. Well, and they, I also get the feeling... They might, like, jump at them and be like... Yeah, it's, 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 it's like people at a, at a, like, haunted house these days where they're not going to yeah. do anything, but they just want to creep you out. But yeah, I just I just like the idea of that, where it's like... It's not your traditional kind of parade. Shit might go down. Yeah. And then the costumes themselves are called perched in Laufen. We need more words like that. Oh, that's so good. Krampus Laufen. Say that again. Perched in Laufen. That's so good. Perched in Laufen. Perched in Laufen. And this is probably the earliest representation of Krampus is the perch. The <laughs> sorry, my my mouth is like a little dry, so I can't quite get. You gotta, yeah, you got to have just the right amount of phlegm. <laughs> I know it's the same with like French. It's yeah. it's similar, but it's like more in the mouth versus like back of the. Yeah, it's that is uh, for most English speakers. That is not a muscle that we uh, we stretch often. It's no. yeah, it, that takes some practice for sure. No. It's the which is a two-legged humanoid goat with a giraffe-like neck, so they have a long neck. And they're animal furs. Yeah, like for anyone who yeah, go to our Instagram and check out that video. Uh, It's so cool, and like the like antlers that they have coming off, and the the like sort of mouths that they Mm -hmm. construct that actually move, and it's so cool looking. Yeah. So then this whole movement began in the late 20th century to preserve cultural heritage. Oh, okay. And yeah, so then the Kampuslauf became increasingly popular in Austria Germany and now is being celebrated internationally. I think they had a Kampuslauf in Louisiana. Really? <laughs> That's not what I was expecting you to say. I figured you were going to say like Oregon, maybe Austin, Texas or something. The one in Texas, um, Louisiana was the one that kind of threw me off. Yeah. Location now. I mean, I suppose it's just a hop, skip and a jump. It's, yeah, it's a hop, skip and a jump from Mardi Gras. So they're, they're the kind of people who love to party. So they're like, fuck it. Uh-huh. I do. I do have that right. Right. New Orleans is in Louisiana, isn't it? Okay, nailed it, nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nailed it. And then, um, this is the thing I thought was very funny. Is that parents don't just dress up as Santa Claus, they also dress up as Krampus and scare their children. Oh my god, I didn't even think of, oh, 
No, okay, real quick aside, Sammy is a, an amazing aunt, and she, uh, over the past few years, has gone, like, over the top to, like, entertain the kids, and she has once dressed up even as, like, the Easter Bunny. It was really adorable, but I was just thinking, I'm Aww. like, my dad has started dressing up as Santa Claus for the local bank. That's great oh Santa God, Claus. He's, oh, he's, it's so perfect. Well, did you see the pictures with Mimi, too? And they're sitting in their chairs. Oh, my God, so cute. But now I'm just thinking, Mr. And Mrs. yeah, I'm like, now I want to join in. And I'm like, I'm going to be Krampus. I'm just going to stand back in the corner with it. Yeah, and I'm like, if you, if you get a fucking line, I got to. And the people at the bank are just going to be like, what is he doing here? And they're like, we can't get him to leave. They're like, he won't. He says he keeps telling everyone he's the spirit of vengeance. Uh, yeah, we're not sure what the fuck's going on. I'm not really yeah. sure. He's just he's there. Did, did, did we pay for that costume? No, he made it. He made it out of birch twigs. He made it himself. Um, got his own twigs, yeah. and you know, on top of all of that, one hundred percent got his own furs. We we don't know where he got those furs. We we don't know. We don't know what they are. Sure, we don't sure, know. They don't look like they're from creatures that live around here. So we don't know what the fuck is going on. But he just don't know what yeah, he's doing. Look, we we had such a time bef- like we all showed up here. We're getting into our costumes. He would not relent. So look, we just leave him alone and he'll just stand there. It's creepy. But just I think if we just get through the day, it'll be fine. Yeah. And then in the early 1900s late 1890s the postcard industry in germany and austria really began taking off okay and this is when they started making krampus cotton krampus which is a krampus postcard (laughs) the postcards the krampus cotton that's awesome are holiday greeting cards that you send to people that are not meant to be warm and fuzzy Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, that's so you send them like you give people regular holiday cards. It's like, look at us and our family, and Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) You get a holiday card that says Gross von Krampus. What does that mean? Which is Greetings from Krampus. Greetings from Krampus. So Gross von Krampus. Gross von Krampus. Yep. Greetings from and... Germany. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have unhappy holidays, you fuck. <laughs> Stamp with your own, like, blood insignia. So there's there's quite a few of these cards, and they're amazing to look at. So I just said, I suggest just going to I wanna, I gotta look Google up, and looking up Krampus greeting cards well and i like i don't tend to get into the holiday season a whole lot of like sending stuff out and whatnot i i feel like this would motivate me so much and i i also wouldn't send them with their real intent of like like fuck you for the holidays (laughs) but i feel like i have a i have a certain group of people that to whom i would send these and they would just be very amused by them oh i gotta look those up now i i kind of wonder if people like sent these to friends as like something funny it's like oh like Hello. Well, yeah, exactly. Like that's totally the thing. I, this yeah, year? That's totally the thing I would send. Krampus greeting cards. Yes. So a lot of them show Krampus stuffing distressed-looking <laughs> into like satchels, baskets. Oh my God. There's one where he's like riding on a sleigh with some kids, and 
terrified and he's just like Let's go on like <laughs> a toboggan oh, yeah Let, oh there it is yeah he doing <laughs> he looks like he is having the greatest time of his life and those kids, kids are- look like they'd rather die <laughs> Merry Christmas, you little shits. I hope you realize you're never going home. Oh, there's one of him and, uh, is that St. Nicholas in an automobile? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Interesting. There's someone showing him, like, eating children. Oh, there's God, that. he looks so happy. He is just living his best. Oh, wow, there is one with a kid impaled on a trident. Mm-hmm. Yowza. Some of them are very they dark. They are very dark. And then there are some that are more adults in theme. Oh. Like, um. Safe search off. There's one where a female Krampus is beating a small man with a stick. Okay. And for the, like, Victorian era, for that time, would not be wearing a lot. Uh, Ah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Very graphic. It's more that her top is like a nice little like V-neck. Today would be entirely appropriate, but back then, I also very scandalous. I also have to admit that um, that seems surprisingly like uh, progressive. The idea that they kind of did like a gender swap. Yeah, and I'm gonna show you a photo of this one just because I think. Oh, she doesn't look demonic, though. It's a fun one. Oh, wait, maybe I'm not looking at that right. All right, let me go back to the call. Go to the... So... Yeah, I was... I was going to say, there's a few where she's... She has, like, her ankles exposed, and she's got, like, the V-neck line. She's got, like, one little man she's, like, has in the basket, and the other she's, like, going to beat with the switch which like you're not showing that off to people that day and age and then there's one next to it where she has like the long tongue yeah she's got the long tongue and these holding the switch and then she has the chains on and then two little small men in her basket I was gonna say I, I have two sort of critiques one I don't appreciate that they left her just as like a human woman she still has the long tongue and she kind of has horns but I'm like I, I, like, if you're going to make Krampus a woman, go all out and make her, like, the sort of more demonic, like, half-goat character. Um, that, yeah, give her the clothes. Yeah, why can't she... She can exa- rock it? Yeah, exactly. She can rock the same look. I will admit, though, I love that instead of children, she is going after, like, super rich white businessmen. <laughs> and they, they strangely look very pleased to be in her comfort. So I think she's less a demon and she's more of just like, like oh no. Yeah, so like, <laughs> Don't beat me. Yeah, she's providing a service in, in my opinion. And I think she does it very well. They look incredibly pleased. Yes. <laughs> Do you like the idea too? Like, yes. Oh so no, I have been kidnapped. Her idea is that she punishes I'm going to use quotes here. Bad men. Oh, yeah. She's, I would say she is very much providing more of a service to these men than punishing them the way Krampus punishes children. Well, I was just thinking, too, this this doesn't seem like like her as the embodiment of, like, a demonic spirit of of justice or anything. I'm like, this is an advertisement for a woman who was trying to grow a business, and she's doing it quite well. It it looks like (laughs) it is. And most Americans had never heard of or saw a Krampus card until 
when Mats Bouchon published a book of Krampus cards. Awesome. And he like organized an art show all inspired by the cards. Oh, so then cool. people actually had exposure to it. Was and that fairly recent? Like, oh. Was that fairly recently or was that like back in the day? Uh, so that's 2004, oh, awesome. so almost 20 years ago. Oh, God, that was, oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking, like, the 30s then, or, like, the 50s. No, 2004 is not as close as I feel like it is in my head. I know. And now there are complaints that Krampus is becoming too popularized now as, like, a result Ugh. of people like keeping with tradition yeah, okay we're all losing our morals and let us have some fun leave us alone <laughs> Krampus is fucking cool yeah, yeah it's also I... not like he's not replacing santa claus he's an addition to the season no. he's fucking badass man yeah, yeah in the song um santa claus is coming to town yeah. he's the part you, that you better watch out for is that true like, that's, I mean, like, that's not just a, a, like, like, that's what that line actually means. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, a lot of, there's a lot of reference kind of to him in, like, very subtle ways. Okay. Like that, huh. because, like, knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake, because you better watch out. Krampus is going to come in. <laughs> you know, that does make a lot more sense. I never thought about what that line mm -hmm. would. I guess I was just thinking like, or you won't get presents, but it's like, you don't have to watch out for not getting presents. You do have to watch out for a psycho with a fucking bird stick. <laughs> yeah. I know it took me a while until like researching and there. Krampus is coming. You better watch out. That. That's what that line is for. That is. This whole time. Like I just thought it was. Yeah. Oh, like you're not going to get presents. And that's like, oh, oh no. Right, exactly. yeah. And it's like. <laughs> Oh, it's a little darker than that. Oh, that is excellent. That is so cool. Yeah, I yeah. hadn't thought about that. That makes perfect sense. You better watch out for the dude with the bundle of birch sticks. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And you better not cry because it'll beat you harder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Krampus don't like no tears. Probably. I don't know, actually. You're, I guess you're sad because you didn't get presents. I, that could also I be. Think I, I prefer the Krampus interpretation. <laughs> Yeah, I do too. And after researching this, I now just ask grandma if oh. that was something she grew up with, mm -hmm. like as a kid, because I don't know how strong like their German traditions were when she was growing right. up. Right? Yeah, that's a great question. I know. I gotta ask her now. I'll be like, Grandma, oh, do you know about Krampus? I thought you already had asked her. <laughs> you haven't asked her yet. I want yeah, to. Yeah, I'm now. like, Celine, I'm setting you up to make the reveal here. I'm like, what did she say? <laughs> I wish. I haven't yet. Okay, we have when I do, I will I will report back because I'm I'm very curious. And I think every time I've like then forgotten to actually ask. Yeah, her. I mean that's how the brain works. Like if I don't very specifically set like certain reminders and like to-do lists, I don't get anything done. Especially that kind of thing where it's yeah. like the next time I see this person. That's why I really want like a wearable like Google Glass thing that will like identify a person that I'm talking to and like remind me of things that I'm supposed to remember about them to ask them about. And then like, hey, remember, you're supposed to talk to them about this. And then I'm like, oh, right. Perfect. I need I need a digital assistant like that. So the next time I see grandma, I can ask her about Krampus. Yeah. 
Because I genuinely want to know. That is a great question. I mean, because I feel like there's not tons of, like, very German traditions that we have. Yeah. And we, I, I do miss doing the, uh, did you ever do the, the Schnitzelbank? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I have I've mentioned the Schnitzelbank to one of my friends on, who's from Germany. I was like, as a kid, and I was like, and then I learned it's a German, it's a drinking song. And she's like, what song is that? And I like sent it to her and she's like, oh yeah, that's like an old, like, yeah. <laughs> people don't really use it anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, we're across the pond, you know, things like she she had to think about it because she's like, do I know this song? It it does seem perfect. Like, it seems right up grandpa's alley that he would have like the most obscure one. Like it's and it kind of became a family tradition. And then you learn like, oh, that's like a drinking game, essentially. Yeah, children aren't so, children aren't mm-hmm. supposed to be singing this song. To drink after like every round. Oh, I, like cheers and take a Hey, shot. I uh that would make that would make it a lot more fun. And I bet it would be a lot easier to organize yeah. the whole family to do it. Oh, I actually have I don't have it with me. I need to get it out and put it in a frame, but I have uh when Zach and I God, this was probably five years ago now. Um, we went to the Shells Brewery. Shout out to New Ulm, Minnesota. Um, they sell posters of the Schnitzelbank, like the same thing that Grandpa Aww. had. Yeah, and I need to get it framed and put it somewhere. Yeah. And then pull it out for parties. Oh, I'm d- without a doubt, especially after several beers. I'll be like, okay, everybody, it's time to do Schnitzelbank. They're going to be like, the what? And you're like, what? Yeah. And you're like, just follow the words. I was going to say, it's like 12 days of Christmas. I got a board right here. Here we go. Ja, das ist Stein Schnitzelbank. Ja, das ist Stein Schnitzelbank. The what? You guys know the words. Fuck you. This is Schnitzelbank. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I do remember talking to Grandpa at one point. I'm like, Grandpa, what do these words mean? And he's like, well, I say, uh, did you know this is the Schnitzelbank? And when you respond, it's, yeah, I did know that's the Schnitzelbank. And I'm like, that's that's the whole song. Yeah, you know the cat. Oh yeah, okay. That's why it's a drinking game because <laughs> that's where the fun comes in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, part of part of me was kind of sad. I was like, it's a drinking song. Like I thought it was something like a bit more substantial. And I'm like, actually, that's probably like the most. I would yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're hoping that it has some. It's it's drinking you know, song. Yeah, you want it to have like a deep, important, like cultural significance, and it's like, well, it's a drinking song, so it's yeah, it is kind of the most German thing that the German kids would do. <laughs> like, yeah, this is time. Yes. Well, and it also makes sense. You can kind of see the the creation of the song. Just a bunch of high schoolers getting drunk behind like a, I don't know, shop class. <laughs> They're just pointing at things, making up this song as they go. You know, that's that. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just doing a call and response. They're like, Did you know that's a schnitzelbunk? Yeah, we know it's a schnitzelbunk. Did you know it's a fucking cat? Yeah, we know it's a cat. And then every time they take a shot, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they get progressively more and more. Yeah, little, yeah, time. little known fact it's actually from uh, an old timey like uh, fraternity rush thing. <laughs> If you survive the schnitzel bonk, you get in. <laughs> that would be 
wonderful. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to have it a huge be. like family Christmas reunion thing sometime, and we're going to revive that, and we're just going to do schnapp shots each line. It's going to get crazy. Yes. Yes, I think that would Hell be yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and that is that is our episode on Krampus. Oh no, Krampus came and went so fast. He did. Like the Christmas season. That's true. Sometimes it's just uh, sometimes it's too much and sometimes it's just not enough, you know? Yeah. Only so much we can do. Yeah. So what did you think about the pairings? Too much sugar? I was thinking initially it was going to be really, really sweet and like too sugary. Yeah. And I mean, it was still a lot of sweet, but when you had Kit Kat and then drank the juice, it brought out like a tartness and cranberry. Oh, yeah. Which kind of surprised me. So I was like, oh, I'm this doesn't like this drink did taste like very sweet a minute ago and now it doesn't taste as yeah. sweet. I, I had the same thought. Like when I first opened the Kit Kats, I had one right away and I'm like, oh, this is I, I like just the regular Kit Kat. So I'm like, this is almost too much for me. Like it's they're kind of going for a chocolate covered cherry sort of thing. And it's well, strawberry, I guess. Um, and then I was worried that it would be too much sugar with the drink. But then the drink and, and this is kind of a weird way to put it. But like the drink has just the perfect amount of tartness that when you eat the Kit Kat, it actually seems less sweet. They really balanced each other mm -hmm. out better than I was expecting. Yeah. Consider I was surprised by yeah. it. Um, I'm going to give the Kit Kat a six because it's not my favorite Kit Kat. And I don't I, would I don't think I would eat them just like like if I'm if I'm jonesing for a Kit Kat, I'm probably not gonna buy those. Um the drink for yeah. me is a solid 10. Uh I've not I'm not a huge vodka person, nor am I a cranberry person. Um, I've only recently been introduced to cranberry vodka. It's OK. You had that shot of peach snops and it's uh, for me, it's like it's perfect. It's, it's kind of a perfect drink. I am probably going to give it an eight. And I, it could be that, like, maybe I needed vodka in what it. What did you put in it? Well, I did the oh. vodka and I did the schnapps. But I I think maybe I had like too much with how much juice I had. Mm, okay. Cause when I drink it, I was like, I taste nothing but sweet. It is a lot of sweet. And then I'm like, maybe that's the point. And that's like <laughs> very dangerous. Yeah. Because it is all sweet. <laughs> it is very sweet. Well, and I am uh, no offense and to other like vodka people. I, I personally, I hate vodka. I don't like it at all. Even in a mixed drink, I feel like I can taste it too much. Even though that a lot of people say that yeah. like the whole point of vodka is you can't taste it, but I disagree. Um, I don't taste it at all. All I taste is a perfect blend of like cranberry and peach. It is. I really like that yeah. drink. I could well, and it's it's nice and easy to make too. So like I could definitely see myself making that yeah. as like a punch or something. Very good. Yeah. Whereas um, I'm actually like a fan of like a vodka cranberry. Okay. I feel like adding in the schnapps, I was like, this is like hidden alcohol. Mm, 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 mm. Which, if that's what you're going for, that's great. But for me, it was like maybe a little by itself. Yeah. Then having the Kit Kat kind of helped balance it out. Yeah. They were, I was going to say, I. Interestingly enough, if I was going to do this again, like specifically as like a pairing of sort of a treat, 
I, I think mm-hmm. I would get the strawberry chocolate again. Like, I don't like them on their own, but there's something about them together with the drink and the treat that I wouldn't, like, it wouldn't work if it was a regular Kit Kat. I would just want to have yeah. the Kit Kat by itself. Yeah, there's something about that that, I, yeah, it's more than the sum of its parts. So, yeah, the, the Kit Kat alone, yeah. uh, maybe even a five. I'm just, I don't, but yeah, together, it's, it's a solid 10 for me. I like the whole thing. Oh, it just worked really well. Yeah, I'd I'd give it a solid nine. Sure. This is good. <laughs> it's a good pairing. I can recommend it. I'm not gonna tell people to no. not try it. Like definitely. Well, do. and we've had uh, I think we've had a string of pairings on here that are not recommendable. So I feel like this is yeah. <laughs> it's a good. I'll say we've had some where yeah. we have not liked it. So. One of my favorite moments recently was when we did the recording with Sammy and Gabriel and uh, just watching the expressions around the room <laughs> as people took sips of that. Um, it was simultaneously a, a little insulting, but also just hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, look, this flavor, this flavor is not for everyone. Now, why did you oh, do this yeah. to me? <laughs> oh god, that was funny. And just the idea of like that's terrible. And and I think Sammy literally took one sip, choked it down, and then just kind of pushed it away. And I'm like, I'll just I'll drink the rest of that. That's fine. I'll yeah, take I'll that. Take that. That's fine. I I think I added more grapefruit wine, and then I will force myself to finish <laughs> this. Drink. You're a you're a soldier. So I did at least finish the drink. Oh. I may not have had the best time. But I did. Today, I definitely did finish my drink and I had it. A- yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes simple is best. It does also remind me of a couple years ago when we did the recording with, with my dad and we made the like, it's sort of supposed to be peanut butter, a uh, peanut butter and banana sandwich in a drink. And yeah, he, uh, Elvis sandwich. Oh, he was not impressed. <laughs> Like Matt, I think if I, and I, I could go back and listen because I think we left that in the the like the actual episode. I think what his actual words were is, "Matt, that might be the single worst thing I've ever drank in my whole life." It's like, oh, oh yeah, that's what he said. This is the worst thing I've ever had. Oh god, he was uh, was not impressed. I think. No, and, it, and that not. was my fault because I have looked up some other ep, like Elvis based things and they do not include beer. I was really dead set on trying to make it like sort of a sandwich. I don't think the beer was a good choice. You know, that's kind of what the show is about. Exactly. So that's, that's the whole point. We got to take risks, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, you know, join us yeah. and follow along. If you have any suggestions for us for either episodes or pairings, or you just want to send us stuff that might make me cry, uh, please email us at peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, um, rest in peace, at peculiarpairpod. Uh, yeah, peculiarpairpod. Um, on Instagram yep. at peculiarpairingspod. And uh, look us up on Patreon. I was going to look up the link and tell people that, but I did not do that. Um, I, I believe the link is ju- yeah. you can just search Peculiar Pairings Podcast and we'll pop I was right say, that's up. what I do every week. I, I think it's just pecu- uh, patreon.com slash Peculiar Pairings Pod. Yeah. It's it's a very easy one to find. It's all in the description it's, below. It's all good. It's all yeah. in there. Do we know what we're doing next time? I do. I have to pull it up. Because I closed my window. I hate when I do that. Uh, I 
I'm doing that a lot lately. I don't Getting I do. I definitely needed that. What was um, I doing? And just real quick while you're doing that, have you you said you were editing um the Squanto episode. Did you hear yourself cutting out at all? Or like when you were going through the audio, did you hear yourself pretty solidly? I have I'm hearing the cutting out like a little okay. bit. It's um I can explain how that's sounding more to you. Oh so I have on here that we will be talking about Barry, either Barry Morphew or we're going to have a Matt episode of The Poet. I was going to say, I think we might have to do that in the new year. That's so, fine. Right. I forgot about that. Yes. But um, yes. so, yeah, I, I also forgot that we had essentially placed November as our anniversary and I'm supposed to do my work and I haven't done it yet, but we will do it. And then we it will happen at some yeah, point. Yeah, it's uh, yet another uh, New Year resolution for me. <laughs> yeah, so we, we got some good stuff Very going. Morphew. I, yeah, I was like, I, I knew I recognized that name. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. But either way, we'll yeah. have something good for you next time. Thanks for listening this time, and we will Hello. see you then. Hooray! Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye-bye.